Hello, story lovers. This is Anne Starnes Kingsbury. Welcome to Flash Performances. Flash fiction is a form of storytelling that strives for the art of concision. It's usually under 1,000 words and leaves a flavor in your afterthoughts. Please relax and enjoy. Tricks by Anne Starnes Kingsbury Let me entertain you Let me make you smile Rhonda sang the words under her breath as she drove home from Barbara's apartment Take out sushi and gypsy and a bizarre revelation the fallen autumn leaves blew in front of her car as she turned onto her street. Rhonda could see her breath as she walked into the light in front of her door. Barbara had done the impossible. She had found a way to pay off her exorbitant college loans, and Rhonda had to work two jobs and share rent with three roommates just to eke by. Barbara had thought her way out of the box. Out of a shoebox, Rhonda chuckled to herself. Barbara ran a website for foot fetishists. Her monica was kittyfoot. At first, Rhonda thought it was the margaritas talking, but Barbara insisted that it was true and showed her the website. Toe in the water, complete with stills and videos, all at a price. Then Barbara showed her the studio, where she used mood lighting, music, and a room full of footwear to make her magic. Boots, peep toes, stilettos, Mary Janes, slippers, sandals, pumps, all in sought-after size 7. Barbara tossed off her flats and slid on a pair of black satin slingbacks. Rhonda's eyebrows almost gave away her surprise. She had never noticed what gorgeous feet Barbara had. And they were taking her all the way to the bank. Soon, she confided, she'd be able to quit her part-time job at Lowman's and continue there as a customer in the shoe department. Rhonda lay in the dark, sleepless. She couldn't even entertain the thought of becoming a foot model. Heredity had given her bunions. And how do you get into that business anyhow? She tossed and turned. That night, Rhonda had her recurring dream. It was late at night, and she was on foot in a quiet neighborhood with large trees, hurrying to get where? She struggled on, trying to find a familiar landmark, something, but never did. This dream always seemed to occur right before she woke up for work, to be vivid in her mind. Her catering job at the Sleepy Hollow Country Club was hosting a Halloween ball. She was expected to work in full costume. This, after a full day at the law office where she worked as office manager. <sighs> the rented costume she was assigned to wear was a sorceress. Her post was at a blue velvet-covered table under a small gauzy tent in a corner of the room. 
Better than pushing heavy dinner carts and serving in cramped quarters, she thought to herself. Rhonda arranged her silver dress with its long pointy sleeves as she sat in front of a very kitschy looking crystal ball. It glowed, which made the necklace of gaudy giant stars around her neck sparkle. Her gaze was drawn to the orb. She could see an image. Wow, they've got this thing wired to YouTube, she thought. Just then, a reveler came in, purple drink in hand. The pirate took the seat before her as she asked his name. Mike. Rhonda held her hands on either side of the crystal and leaned forward. Okay, I'll just tell Mike what I see, she decided. I see a man typing on a laptop. He's doing a search for shoes. Mike began to laugh, sloshing his drink on his striped pirate pants. <laughs> now tell me something I don't know, he said. Do I win the lottery or anything? No, nothing that is showing up, Rhonda said quickly. Enjoy the party. How strange was that? That little video almost looked like the guy. But it was from the back. Could have been him. Why did it show that scene? Rhonda decided that this night at work would be more fun than usual. Her next seeker of fortunes was a woman dressed as a ballet dancer with a very large yellow tutu with too many layers. Her name was Mandy. A woman is climbing up stage steps with some papers in her hand, said Rhonda, shocked to see that the woman seated before her had short dark hair and features like those of the singer now on stage. She's having a great time building out some tune. There's no audio on this thing, though. What a coincidence! I sing opera, said the ballet dancer. I've been going on auditions. The evening continued on in this manner, with Rhonda reporting scenes that involved each costumed partier. The more she gazed into the crystal, the more she felt locked in a sort of dream state. She saw someone taking a run. Two lovers in a kiss hands counting money, a dog being walked, and several versions of a person having a meal. People washed cars, danced, applied makeup, spoke on cell phones, and ran a load of laundry. To her relief, none of the images were negative, just coincidentally accurate for each participant. Finally, the music hushed, and the last stragglers began to leave the ballroom. It was then that Rhonda saw herself. There she was with Barbara, holding a pair of red platform shoes. By this time, Rhonda registered no surprise. She rose, stiff from sitting so long, clasping the stars that dangled and swung with her movement. She looked down. The orb had gone dark. Tell me something I don't know, her first customer had said. Exactly, thought Rhonda. What use could a brief view of the recent past to someone who could barely pay her bills. It wasn't lost on her that she had accepted this new development in her skill set so easily. But she felt the frustration of no outlet for this talent. The next day's internet research revealed the art of crystallomancy, which involves seeing images in a transparent object or water that can be interpreted meaningfully. But I see more than that, thought Rhonda. She was encouraged that she wouldn't need a crystal orb. Rhonda set out to test her ability. She found that any clear surface would do. However, now that she was alone, 
she could only see scenes from her own recent past. She felt oddly like she was spying on her own life. The next few days showed the crystal omen seed to have random value. She helped her mother locate keys dropped in the garden. One of her roommates, Eli, needed to recall if he had taken his allergy meds. One of the lawyers at the firm needed to know when a client had called. All this was done without giving away her secret. Rhonda wore a ring featuring a large clear aquamarine left to her by her aunt. She asked each person the necessary questions, glanced at the stone, and found a creative way to guide them to the needed answer. Rhonda decided that she needed a confidant. Who better than her entrepreneurial friend? Maybe she could figure out a way to make some loan payment money with it. Neat trick, exclaimed Barbara. How do you do it? Rhonda had just told Barbara which pair of shoes had starred in the latest mini-toe in the water video. A pair of black stilettos with black marabou feathers across the toes. After Rhonda related all that had occurred and convinced her with several demonstrations, Barbara said, Hey, you could give the Long Island Psychic a run for her money. Set up shop as a seer. No, sighed Rhonda. I'm not interested in making this public. I'm skeptical of this whole thing myself. And besides, who knows how long it will last? There's no rhyme or reason to it. I like logic. Okay, said Barbara. We'll have to use it another way. And nothing dishonest. Just think of all the opportunities you're throwing away by being ethical, <laughs> laughed Barbara. Rhonda went home without any new insights. Their brainstorming had produced a drizzle. Several days later, Rhonda bumped into an old friend at the coffee hut. She and Steve had taken several courses together in undergrad. She hadn't seen him in at least four years. Still a Hamakua addict, I see, he said, taking her in his arms. He still smelled wonderful. I have my standards, she wheezed, trying to breathe during his crushing hug. A week later, Rhonda had lunch with Barbara at the Crab Meadow Beach Boardwalk Cafe. Barbara sported high floral canvas wedges. You look happy, she said. What'd you do? Strike it rich telling someone's future? Close, Rhonda confided cheerily. Only it was mine. Bumped into an old crush last week, Steve Roth from college. Oh yeah, he must be married by now to his high school flame, whatever her name was, said Barbara. Uh, no. My ring showed me their breakup while he was squeezing me hello. That and the hug with no end clued me in. So I took the reins and asked him to have coffee with me. Think I'm in for a treat. He's got stars in his eyes. Thank you for listening.